0: episode 49 of the ranting weight watcher i am your host donato russo i hope you enjoy the show today if this is your first time here and you enjoy the show please like share comment and subscribe If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, can you believe it? It is the last Friday of July. (laughs) This week, this month, oh God, this year is flying by. It's so crazy. So crazy. I feel like I just took down my Christmas decorations and it's the end of July already. Anyway, let's get into this. Journey updates. I had a good week this week, guys. I am down 1.2 for this week. So far for the month of July, I am up two pounds. Total loss since January 2019 is 130.6 pounds. The pounds remaining to get to our small goal of getting down to 253 pounds is 12 pounds. The pounds remaining to get to the next WW milestone, which is the minus 150 milestone, I have 19.4 pounds to go. And... The pounds remaining to get to our big goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and reevaluate life from there, is 69.4 pounds. I cannot complain about this one bit. I mean, considering my circumstance, if you caught last week's episode, I did get injured. I sprained my ankle a couple weeks ago, and I've been on the mend. So, since we last talked, I have, I basically had zero activity for the first five days after injury. We had the Friday, so we went Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And Wednesday, I thought for sure I was going to be able to walk, but it didn't work out. And then Thursday came, and I said, you know what, for sure I'm going to go for a walk on Thursday. So I went for my walk for the first time and I decided I was going to walk until the little, the lady, I call her Frida, Frida Fitbit, and says in my ear, you've reached one mile. So as soon as she would say one mile, I would turn around and go home. So this way it would be, if not two miles, it would be close to two miles because I loop around places that extends my walk. But if I walk straight home, I walk straight home and it's not always exactly going to be two miles. But I figured it would be at least one mile, a little bit more, and that was it. So I went out for my walk and got to the point where I heard her say, you've reached the one mile mark. And I started to make my way back home. As I got closer and closer, I realized that I was pretty close to two miles. So, I said, you know what, I'll just keep going until I reach the two miles. So, I passed my house, walked a little bit further, not I mean, not far at all, but a little bit further until she said two miles, and I turned around and came home. The end all be all was, my pace was 21, it was a 21 minute mile, which is not bad for my first time back after five days of nothing. And I was very proud of myself. I was very happy. I'm like, okay, so if I can come back Friday, we'll try to make it for three miles on Friday. If not, we'll turn around for two and and we'll keep it at two. And then if not two on Friday, I mean, if not not three on Friday, then three on Saturday for sure. And Sunday would be the first day we went for four miles. But Friday came, the end of the day when I punched out on Friday, I was in a lot more pain than I was the day before at that same time. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Well, maybe it's because, you know, I tried walking and I went a little bit further than I had planned to go. And, you know, maybe I'm a little sore. So I said, all right, you know what? I won't do anything today. I'll let it go and this way. Tomorrow I'll I'll go for, you know, whatever it is I was going to do today and we'll push everything over a day. So I got up and I got around the house and I started, you know, folding laundry, putting clothes away and I'm going back and forth between rooms, hanging stuff in the closet and everything else. And I noticed the more I'm walking around the house, the less my foot is hurting. So I said, you know what? I could have walked today and it would have started off painful, but it would have, if, if it was going to follow this same logic, right, I'm walking around the house And the pain is lessening as I use it. It was like I had the pain and I didn't use it all day because I had it propped up under the desk while I was working. So I started using it and the pain subsided. So I said, okay, tomorrow being Saturday, I said, I'm going to walk regardless of what the pain level is when I wake up. I'm going to put the sneakers on and I'm going to go for the walk and I'm going to see how it feels. And if the, if the luggage, if I'm right about my logic, then as I walk on Saturday, the pain will start off really bad when I start walking and it will subside as I go. So that's what I did. I went for my walk and I was limping when I started my walk on Saturday. It was really slow. I was limping. I said, you know what? I'll do the one mile and I'll turn around and come home if I need to. But needless to say, by the time I hit the one-mile mark, the pain level had dropped such so significantly, I actually felt good, and I was picking up the pace. So I decided to go for two miles. I went to the two-mile until Fitbit said two-mile mark, and I said, okay, let's turn around and start heading home, and we should definitely hit the three-mile mark by the time I get home. At the end of it all... I did 3.25 miles with a pace of 23 minute mile. So this is not a bad result. I mean, it's slower than the day before, but the distance is much, much more. It's another mile. So then Sunday came and I said, you know what? This time we're going to go and we're going to see what our limits are here. I got to the three, the three mile mark again on Sunday and I was still feeling good. The pain level hadn't increased or it did, hadn't de- decreased. It was that same lesser pain that I reached when I reached the one-mile mark. So I said, okay, we'll go for three. We went for three. And then I said, okay, we'll go for four. So I went for four. Now, the the thing is, when I do my walk, right, I know which way, which route I have to take when I'm going for one, going for two, going for three, and so on. Each way, each mile has a different route, okay? But the thing is, once I make the commitment to four, I'm guaranteed five. Because the way home after from four guarantees me five miles minimum. So I did it on Sunday. At the end of my walk, I was five miles Almost 5 miles flat. 5.01 miles. But the pace was terrible. 27 minute mile. So it was my worst one yet. But it was my longest. So in my mind, this was a win because I'm getting back to consistency. I'm getting back to what is normal for me. And so today, the day I'm recording for this for you, Monday the 26th, I couldn't take a walk today because I had some... I had a, an appointment after after work today. So I had to go to that appointment. So tomorrow hopefully I'm back out. I don't feel bad. I don't have any soreness. I have, you know, slight pain, some aches and pains when I'm walking around, but that's it. It's otherwise it's feeling good. If I had to give a percentage of health rating for my ankle right now, I say uh I say I'm like 90, 96, 97% back to normal, okay? So we're doing great. Everything feels good. I, I have no regrets on how I handled this injury. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to get into the details of what I talked about of when I, last week when I talked about entering the storm I'm going to hit you up with some details of how I changed things for this injury that I was presented with. Don't go anywhere. We'll be
1: right back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Randing Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therandingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that The Randing Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you're listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a four star or five star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now without further delay, here is the star of the show Donato Russo.
0: And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So I gave you an update of my my injury situation. So now I just want to break it down for you. I want to, I want you to know what I did to turn it around because really I was on the uptrend, okay? I had gained four pounds in four weeks entering my storm. I got injured at the end of gaining those four pounds. So all signs pointed to if I was ever going to gain more weight, it would be now. So I wanted to break it down for you as to exactly what I did to handle this injury because I feel like so many people would benefit from, from this type of thinking. Cause sometimes we think a certain way and we're more caught up in the emotion of the moment and we don't think clearly our judgment is clouded because we, we are c- consumed with what happened. Okay. And what we can't do, but there's always what we can do. Okay. That, Cause really, I've heard it, my my coach, my WWE coach says it, you can't chase a bad diet, okay? So you can do all the exercise you want and you'll never lose a pound if you're eating like crap, okay? So in a situation with an injury where you can't exercise, there's technically no reason you can't lose if you play the cards right. Okay, so now I went... When I first started this whole journey, I was 395 pounds and there was no, there wasn't a bone in my body that could tell you I could exercise. I just didn't have it in me. I didn't have the energy. I had all kinds of aches and pains. So I concentrated on making my eating habits consistent, right? So throughout my journey, the beginning of my journey was experimenting with all the different foods. Finding out what points, what what foods were zero point foods. Finding out which of those zero point foods I enjoyed. Finding out what low point items I enjoyed. It was all an experiment process when I started the entire thing. Finding what I liked the most, and I came up with a regimen of food that I liked. Once once I found you know what I like for breakfast, what I like for lunch, and so on. Okay. But I went into the beginning of my journey knowing I wasn't going to exercise. So once I found all the foods I liked and had my regimen, I said to myself, all right, we, we got to make some corrections here because I was ending the evening with like 10, 15 points remaining or even 20 points sometimes remaining at the end of the day. And then I was blowing all those points on snacks Because I had them. Okay. So obviously this slowed down weight loss. It did not. I mean I didn't cause weight gain. But it sure. Because I was choosing good snacks. I was just eating a lot of them. But anyway. I lost this first 50 pounds. Because I made. At some point I made a decision. That I wasn't going to eat. 10 of those points each day. I was going to be on the low end of my healthy eating zone, which at the time was 44 points. That was going to be the maximum I ate every day, 44 points worth of food. So now here I am in an injury situation, and immediately my mind went back to those days where I couldn't exercise. And I said, I got to go back to that because there's no way I'm going to allow myself to indulge now when I can't, do anything physically. Okay. And especially all that was in my mind was four weeks, four pounds that I had already gained and I hadn't even gotten injured yet. Okay. So I was, I was like ready to flip out and I was nervous like anybody's, uh, I, I was, I was crazy nervous throughout this whole decision making process of what I was going to do for this ankle injury. So I made my plan. I was eating ten less points. Now time to execute. It's easy to eliminate ten points. Okay, drop this food item. Drop drop that food item. But I have been of this habit since I started. Okay, I've said it before. I ate this entire time. I'm I'm on Weight Watchers almost three years. On the better part of three years here. I have eaten every day since I started. So I never feel hungry. So I eat when I'm not hungry so that I never get to the point when I am hungry. I'm always eating like two hours, three hours, every two, three hours. And I never allow myself to become hungry. But then you know what? 6.30, when when I finish dinner, that's it for the night. I'm not eating anything else. On the weekend, sometimes do I have a dessert after 6.30? Sure, on the weekend I do. But Monday through Friday, Sunday, well, even Sunday. I don't have dessert on Sunday. Sunday through Friday, no dessert. I'm, you know, finishing dinner and that's it for the night. So I wanted to make sure I was eating just as much food but being leaving 10 points on the table. So, Don, how do you do that, Don? How do you do that? It's easy when you know the system, that's what I want you to understand. You have, the more you know about how Weight Watchers works and what's available to you, depending on what your plan is, the more power you have when situations like injuring yourself, what they offer you, okay? So me being on blue, since I started, I had a very healthy knowledge of what food items were zero point foods, okay? I don't always eat zero point foods because I am of a believer that you should eat all of your points. I just am, especially if you're exercising. If you're not exercising, no, that I'm no longer a believer that you have to eat all of those points. But if you are, I say that's at minimum. If you get 23 points, 25 points, whatever it is per day and you're exercising, you should be eating all of those points. But if you're not, if you're living a sedentary lifestyle and you're just getting steps and you're not exercising, you're not getting that heart rate up, you know the difference between steps and getting the heart rate up. I don't have to explain that. So if you're not getting that heart rate up and you're not sweating and, and doing the work, you don't need to eat all of those points. I believe that as well. So what helps you here? In this area is what you have to know what in your plan, green, blue, purple, whatever your plan you're on. And maybe in these situations in life, switching plans becomes more advantageous in those moments because you can take advantage of the system the way it works while you're injured. Okay. So if you're on green, maybe you switch to blue in order to take away, take advantage of some zero-point foods you didn't have available to you on green so while you go through the motions of healing. And then you switch back to green when you're done. It's just an idea. I'm not telling you 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 should do it. I'm saying it's an idea to give yourself options because I know green is the most restrictive of the plans. You get the most amount of points, but there is nothing, hardly anything is zero, okay? So, me having a healthy knowledge of what is available to me that is zero points, I really just made two substitutions here. I was already eating too many fruits. We we had gone over that a couple of weeks back. So, I just kept eating the same amount of fruits, okay? And I eliminated the five-point protein bar, okay? And when, at the time... That I would eat the protein bar, I shifted fruit to take up that section. Okay, in the beginning of the day, second breakfast, I would eat a Chobani yogurt with the fruit on the bottom, which is like a four-point yogurt. You know, so it was my favorite yogurt. I love it, especially the cherry one, black cherry, I think it's called. It's my favorite yogurt. So I said to myself, I have to do something here. So I switched to the plain Chobani yogurt and the decision to take another one of my fruits, cut it up, and put it in the yogurt, okay? That's what became the Chobani yogurt, became the plain with my own fruit cut in it, making it zero points. So that's a nine-point savings on a daily basis. And that's what I needed to do. I needed to be somewhere between uh, 7 and 10 points down. That's what I had set for myself last week when we spoke. So that was really the two substitutions I made to get myself to be in the area of point eating that I want without losing the food every three hours. So I'm still eating my breakfast sandwich at 6:30. And I'm still eating my second breakfast at 9:30, 10 o'clock. And I'm still eating my snack. But instead of a protein bar, it's vegetables and a fruit at 1 o'clock. And I'm still eating lunch at 2:30. So by dropping nine points a day and not being in an exercise position. To In the position to exercise, I was able to drop the 1.2 pounds and turn the scale around after a four-week uptrend and not be in the position to move while I'm doing it. So I still stayed full. I never felt hungry. I never felt deprived because... The entire time, I already had a healthy knowledge of what the blue plan zero point foods were. And so I was ready to go with zero point choices and to get rid of high point items like a five point protein bar and a four point yogurt. Now you may get into like, well, all of this stuff still has calories. I get it. I get it, but it's still not as many calories as these choices that were five points and four points. Okay? So I still had my, my eating schedule was still intact. Nothing got skipped. In other days where there's other days of the week where I don't eat the protein bar. So I had to eliminate something else. So at dinner time on those days, so like today, Monday, I already eliminated the protein bar from Mondays and Wednesdays, so I couldn't eliminate it again. So I had to find another five point item to eliminate from the whole system. So, what I did is at dinner time, I usually have a cup of white rice. And I said, okay, we got to drop the rice, but we got to add something because I can't be in a position to feel like I'm eating less food. Part of it is psychological. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, 100%. I, I acknowledge this, this need to eat every three hours is probably partly psychological. But it's how I started this journey and it's how I got to this point. Never allowing myself to ever feel hungry also never allowed me to give in to situations where I would compromise what I was trying to do. I, I firmly believe Eating even when I wasn't hungry to make sure I wouldn't become hungry was the key to my success getting here and it had to be the key for continued success going forward. So that's what I did. My advice to you in all of this is whatever plan you're on, if you have a circumstance in your life where you can't exercise and things are rough and you're not sure what to do and you're on a plan that doesn't have leniency like the green plan doesn't have leniency, maybe you want to temporarily switch over to a different plan so that you have more leniency so you don't feel hungry because we make bad choices when we feel hungry and we're angry people when we feel hungry and we're irritable and we no we don't like anybody okay i i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to lie to you i'm one of those people if i'm hungry you don't want to know me <laughs> you know so if you have a healthy knowledge of what your zero point choices are and there aren't enough to make this really happen logically Switch temporarily. Temporarily switch to the blue plan or the, or the purple plan, whatever plan you want to switch to. But make sure you're in following those plans you switch to, to the T. Know your zero point items and do what needs to be done. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I got a special ending for the show. So stick with me. Nothing can stand in my way because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals not if but when because I have no boundaries I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win no one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story I'm coming victory is mine Because I am enough! back. Thanks for sticking with me. So we're going to end the show a little bit different this week. Got some things going on that we're working on. We are working up to at the moment to the one year anniversary of the start of the podcast. We had our first episode ever on August twenty-seventh, 2020. So we are building up to the one year anniversary anniversary mark and I wanted to do something to celebrate and have a special episode that day and if you feel it in your heart I have one request of you I made a phone number for the show now there's phone there's no phone and going to ring anywhere it's a virtual line and it goes straight to a voicemail and all I want you to do is leave a voicemail if if this show has touched your heart in any way if you have if i have made your journey just a little bit easier or or you you enjoyed brought you joy to this journey that you didn't otherwise have or gave you insight into this journey you didn't otherwise have and you would like and you have feel it in your heart to to say something nice give a call to the phone number leave a voicemail, and I'm going to play the voicemails on the show on the one-year anniversary. The phone number for the show is 505-652-7268. Again, 505-652-7268. Please, please, if you feel it in your heart, leave a message for me and let's celebrate the one year anniversary of the ranting Weight Watcher together. So as you sit here listening to this podcast on July 30th, it is the officially the day after my daughter's birthday. And well, we're going to be celebrating the whole weekend... So, I wanted to do something special for my little girl. Giovanna, happy birthday, sweetheart. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, my Giovanna. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Have a great weekend. I love you. If you enjoyed this and it made you smile and you got a birthday coming up, or you know somebody who's got a birthday coming up and you want them to have a, a birthday song, send an email to the show, therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. In the subject line, put birthday wishes and give me the name and the birthday Of the person you want to make a birthday wish to. And I'll sing to them too. I always love it when we can end a show. Putting smile on people's faces. Celebrating. Getting ready to celebrate a one year anniversary. Celebrating my daughter's birthday. It's it's always fun. But we have to know when it's time to be serious too. Because these things... That I told you today, I hope you grasp something from this. Because in the end, we're all going to have storms. We are all going to have circumstances that we didn't expect. Surprise you've been injured surprise there's food you didn't expect to eat surprise there's always something you didn't plan for that is going to challenge you when you decide you're going to do something right for your life it is up to you to make the right choices within the guidelines of the system you're operating in so what do you need to do that the tools are everywhere Whenever there's a problem in your life, there are tools all around you. No one ever thinks to use a crowbar to hammer in a nail, but if it's the only thing available and it works, so be it. No one thinks to use a butter knife to screw in a a flat screw, but if it works and you don't have any other tools available, that's the tool of choice, the same thing. You've chosen the green plan. You've chosen the blue plan. But you know what, you're part of a major system that allows you the leeway and the freedom to make choices that enable you to successfully navigate a storm in your life. Because you know what, this is not the only storm. It's just one storm of many, many, many storms. And you, if you, if you successfully navigate this storm, Think about the confidence level you are gonna have every time you enter a future storm. What's your thought process? What tools do I have? What is my situation? What do I need to accomplish? Here is my plan. It's time to execute my plan. Do those things and you will never come out of a storm feeling bad about yourself. You might get down but you'll pick yourself back up and you'll change the plan and you'll revamp it and go back to work. Because that's what it's about. The storms will never stop coming. They will always be present. It's up to you to use the guidelines of the system you're operating in and make yourself successful regardless of the circumstance. The tools and the opportunities are available to everyone. You just have to reach out and take it. And if you don't know how to do it, ask somebody for help. Don't feel like you can't. Because it's all about your success in the end. I love each and every one of you. God
1: bless you all.